Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's check back in with Mornings with Simi contributor Scott Chance. Hello again to you. Uh, good morning. How are you doing? Very well. And you are taking a look at something. This has been in the news for many, many years and uh, some issues around birth tourism. Yeah, it kind of dropped off during the pandemic, but it is definitely back. And there's new statistics that would suggest that it is on the rise in a big way. And uh, I wanted to know more about it because, you know, lots of people are discussing it? Is it a good idea for our country? Is it a bad idea for our country? So I got in touch with Andrew Griffith. He's the former Director General of Citizenship and Immigration and Refugee Citizenship for Canada, and he had a lot of information to share. But I started by asking him just, you know, like, let's get this defined for people who might not even be aware. What exactly is birth tourism? Well, birth tourism is essentially Uh, when women come to Canada for the sole purpose of giving birth to their child in Canada, so their child then is entitled to Canadian citizenship. So it's not like regular immigration where people come, they reside, they work, they study, whatever, and give birth. It's somebody who just comes specifically for the purpose, they want citizenship for their child. How prevalent is this? Like, is this happening all across the country? And and like, how, how often? Well, it's happening mainly in the larger provinces, mainly in centers where, of course, there are major air traffic. So you see see Vancouver, you see uh, Toronto and the GTA. Um, We're seeing some in Alberta and there's some in Montreal. Um, The overall prevalence is we don't have 100% accurate numbers because nobody really keeps tabs on that. But if we use health data information for women who give birth in Canada, but who are non-residents, i.e. they have to pay for their services. Um, That gives us a sense. And so it's roughly about uh, half a percentage point. So it's relatively small. Um, I think the issue remains is that for some, it's perceived as a shortcut towards Canadian citizenship. The, the way that this happens, is it quite literally like family says, hey, let's, you know, quote unquote, go on vacation to Canada. And then when they go into labor, it's just, oh, we, we didn't plan on having our labor in Canada. Or is it a, out in the open thing? Like when they come through our borders, are they saying, I'm coming here to give birth? You sometimes get glimpses. Like there was one couple who was interviewed um, and they were very upfront about it. And you also have, uh, in, in, uh, BC and Richmond, there was a whole cottage industry hostels, which catered oh, wow. to women. So I suspect it's a bit of a range of, uh, people who come here. Customs officers will not ask, did you come here to give birth? Probably not. They'll ask other questions and visa officers aren't allowed. They can't refuse a visa on the grounds of birth tourism. It's just, you know, you need a regulatory change uh, and arguably a legislative change to do that. I mean, that was going to be sort of my next question is at a government level, they don't seem to care or do they? 
I don't think they care. And the province has basically said it's not worth the time and effort that we would have to do in it to enforce this to make it worthwhile. When the first analysis that I did came out showing the numbers were higher than expected, there was a flurry of activity, but nothing ever came out of that because, again, you know, the issue died. And so the government sort of moved on to other things, which is, you know, normal in one sense. Are there other countries where this where this is an issue and are they dealing with it in similar ways? The main issue is in the United States, uh, where the numbers obviously, like everything in the United States, they're much larger. But the Americans have a constitutional amendment, meaning that to change it would be virtually impossible. Whereas in Canada, if the government wanted to, they could do it through legislative change and it wouldn't be a problem. The other country that is interesting has come up recently is Argentina, because Russians do not need a visa to go to the Argentina. So recently, a large number of Russian women have ended up in Argentina in order to give birth to their kids so they don't have to be Russian. Uh, you know, so one of those interesting things. So the, Russia, the, the wealthy Russians used to go to Miami, but sort of the you know, less wealthy seem to be going to Argentina recently. Wow, it's an interesting thing. And I suppose that it's a thing that um, many of us take for granted just being born in Canada. So some very interesting stuff there. And I, I think if nothing else, we should all, you know, take a moment to just um, think about how lucky we are to to be born here and to be able to call this place home. Uh, Andrew Griffith, thank you so much. I appreciate being asked. Thanks very much and have a good day. So what do you think, Jill? Birth tourism. Should we care? The government doesn't really seem to. Uh, How do you feel about it? Yeah, and uh, having covered this before, I mean, one of the issues, if you look at the Richmond Hospital, I think it has the largest number, at least pre-pandemic, it had the largest number of non-resident births. The issue with that was there were women that couldn't get into the Richmond Hospital that then had to go to other hospitals. They were over capacity. And there were some questions about that. Should people be able to, to take the beds for birth tourism when they're needed by Richmond residents or residents in the health authority. And I mean, it was very well known that there were Airbnbs, there were places that were running specifically for this, but it's not illegal. There's nothing illegal about doing it. It's, it's people taking advantage of a law that we have that if you're born in Canada, you're a Canadian citizenship, you can sponsor your family members later on. So unless they want to change the law and, and do something about it, it's not like people are doing anything wrong. Yeah. And I think that that is kind of the sticking point for a lot of people is, you know, we're in the middle of uh, what many people have called a bit of a health care crisis, especially as it relates to maternity wards. And uh, you're taking up a bed that could be used uh, by somebody who has been here uh, longer their entire life. There's some questions around that. But otherwise, yeah, some people like and as Andrew said, the government not really too, too concerned about it. But statistically, 57 percent of people surveyed citizens are concerned about it and would like to see some laws change. So it'll be interesting to see if this becomes more of an issue. And now that the government sort of realizes like this is very important to people or more important than we thought it was, are we going to do something about it? All right. Scott, thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you.